0: day in the heart of texas am, am i i mean am i preaching
1: kind of sounds like it yeah
0: <laughs> Well, it's i mean you know we could take what approach are we going to take to today are, are we going to be excited about opportunity and challenges or are we going to be moaning and groaning because we had to go to work uh i'm glad to be here yeah absolutely it, it's going to be a great day tater i mean you know <laughs> you remember that uh-huh. Okay, never mind. all right. Uh, I don't. I, <laughs> why I'm going in this direction, I have no clue. Uh, but anyway, we're, we're glad you're with us. We got a, a lot to talk about today. Got some cool guests coming up on the program as well. So uh, lock it and load it, and let's get ready to do a couple hours of sports talk, just the way you like it, live and local, right here on your flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Anything? I, I notice you're wearing your Texas Tech uh, top today. Was I, that? Yeah, was, I I mean, did you just grab something out of a closet, or was there a purpose for your interlocking double or stack tee? It's not interlocking; it's stack tee.
1: Yeah, I, no, 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 no particular reason. No, just grabbed it.
0: Just happened to be. It just happened to coordinate with the black shirt that you were.
1: I guess. Yeah.
0: Okay. You know what? That's what we ought to do. We ought to get cameras in here. Hmm. And and, and stream this thing. Try and run people off. <laughs> yeah. That's a novel concept, right? Stream streaming a radio show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we we could do that. We could do that. What if we were live on one of the TV stations? Oh boy! Every morning. Okay. Let's do it. I'm I'm in. I mean, I think they. I think you know, instead of Good Morning America or whatever, it'd be Good Morning from Tom and Ward, and
2: <laughs> <laughs> we,
0: you know, and, you know, we we we'll talk about. The playoffs, but in the meantime, Ward is going to show you how to get stains out of your carpet. Oh, there you go. So we're going to, we're going to combine, we're going to multitask here. We're going to combine shows, uh-huh. and, and you know, and in the meantime, we're going to you know, we're going to uh, we're going to break down the NCAA tournament, and then we're also going to show you how to uh, make barbecue sauce. Well, there you go. I I I think we have I think we have the makings of a big time TV you, program. You think that would work? I, I do. Okay. I do. <laughs> and I got a big time T V director that, you know, buddy of mine from out in Los Angeles that could they could help us with it. Okay. You ever heard of a guy by the name of Alan Carter, by the way? Um, I don't believe I have. Alan's directed a million videos, seriously. Uh and he is the director of the television show The Voice. Okay. And uh Alan and I went to went to the same high school together.
1: There you go. So how about uh, that?
0: And he is, believe it or not I guarantee he's the biggest Texas Ranger fan in Los Angeles, California. <laughs> he eats, breathes, and sleeps Texas Rangers baseball. So, well, we could help him out. and uh, We carry the Rangers. Absolutely we do. And, and he, um, he's always, you know, we've had him on the show in the afternoon. I don't think we could do it. I don't know how we're going to do that this year because, what is it, 5 a.m. right now in
1: Los Angeles? Yes, it would be.
0: It's a bit early, isn't it? Nah, no, no. Call him. I think we will. Right? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, so we got a lot to do today, and we're glad you're with us. But I, I I'm, I'm kind of liking our our uh, our TV concept here, our television show. Let's go for it. Let's see which let's see which one of our four local television stations starts bidding on it. That's what we need to do. We're going to open the bids Bid for war. it. Yeah, a bidding war. All right, uh, our 7 o'clock hour is brought to you by Goodfeet. See what Goodfeet can do for you with a free arch support fitting at Goodfeet in the Central Texas Marketplace near Cabela's. Uh, we're going to get into the Baylor women's basketball game. They went to Lubbock last night. I don't know if you saw the start. I, I Again, I don't know why I let myself do it, but it happens. But they jump out, and they jump all over Tech. And you're like, wow, they're going to put this thing away. And No. You knew Tech was going to play hard and play well, and and again, Nikki Collin had a great point. They're playing Baylor. Everybody is going to still give their best effort to beat a Baylor, eleven time conference champion. Right. And, and and you you got that from Tech. They came roaring back, and you know they had a heck of a third quarter, and uh, and and made it and made it a game. And but Baylor found a way to win. And I think what is that four in a row now?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: After dropping those first two getting their legs under them from COVID, and now they're running. I mean, so it's kind of, it's kind of cool to watch. We'll get into that and, and a whole lot more uh, coming up here on the program. But right now, it is time for us to talk to Mike Gray from the Humane Society. Michael, good morning, and how are you?
4: Good morning. Doing well. How are you all doing this morning? Good.
0: What did you think? First of all, what did you think about the concept for the new TV show that (laughs) that Ward and I are are, are coming up with?
4: Love it. Love it. Love it. But wait, there's more. Oh, oh, there's more. (laughs) I I I love it. I I think it'd be awesome. Oh, I
0: I I thought you really did have more for us. But I'm sitting there thinking, okay, if if Ward could teach you how to get stains out of your carpet... You know, uh, where, where little Johnny or little Susie spilt the Kool-Aid. And, and and then also be able to talk about the big game coming up on Saturday. Boy, that, that's multitasking at its finest.
4: Right. I mean, you could compare coffee cleaner products to different teams, as in the greatness of each product, uh, you know. There could be a spread on which, which product might work best. I mean, there's a lot of ways you can go with this.
0: Oh, we can, put, we can get odds out of Vegas on that,
5: too. Couldn't
4: we? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And I can get y'all some stains. Let me tell you, with all the dogs I got, I can get wore some fun stains to work on the spread that way. <laughs> uh, what
0: do we got going on at the Humane Society in January?
4: Um, so, uh, kind of like you were talking about this morning, opportunity and challenges. We have a, a lot of opportunities uh, uh, to come in and volunteer. Um, and challenges could possibly be, uh, uh, fostering a dog. Maybe, um, if you can't fully commit to fostering a dog, we have what we call a, a adoption ambassador. And, uh, that's where you can uh, actually come in and just check out a dog for an hour or two, uh, take it to the park. You know, uh, you don't even have to take it home with you. Just take it, uh, take it to, uh, Home Depot with you, take it to Lowe's with you, um, you know, take it somewhere around town uh, and then bring it back to the shelter, like thirty thirty 30 minutes to an hour later. and, and and just give that dog an opportunity to get out and, uh, you know, experience, uh, uh, you know, a real-world situation. Kind of fun deal.
0: When, now, just a dumb question. You, you said, you know, for an hour or so, do they even have to leave the facility? Is, could they just come there and, and hang out with the dog and maybe walk oh, the dog absolutely. there?
4: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, that, that would fall more into, like, the volunteering aspect. And, but, you know, we have uh, a lot of really good volunteers that come in, like, daily. Uh, and, and walk walk uh, a lot of dogs and um, spend a lot of time with them. You know, everybody has their own kind of uh, favorite dog that they always tend to want to work with the most, and that's, uh, that's awesome because then you can also um, possibly help get the, get that dog adopted. Um, but you can absolutely come up there and walk a dog. You don't have to leave the facility at all.
0: What is, and, and I'm curious, I don't know the number, what is the maximum amount of uh, animals that you guys feel comfortable uh taking care of and making sure that uh, that the that, that you that you provide all the services that those animals need in your facility
4: um we like to say we we like to stay under a 100 dogs um do you do that but occasionally uh, occasionally we do <laughs> uh, right now we're you know we're up about 150 um but you know it, it it's a uh, you know it goes up it goes down um We've had a lot of really good uh, adoptions the past couple of weeks and a lot of good fosters come in. So our numbers are, are, are good. good. Um, and we're just really excited um, about, you know, the opportunity to get more dogs out today and to get more dogs out the rest of this weekend. Um, we started doing our in-person uh, uh, volunteer orientations um, again, every Saturday at 9am uh, yours truly uh, will give you the ins and outs of how to uh, properly uh, volunteer with the dogs at the Humane Society, so it's pretty pretty fun.
1: Mike, what's the best way for somebody to, if they want to be an ambassador, to get started doing something like that?
4: So, the ambassador, you want to, you first want to sign up to be a volunteer, um, just so we can kind of give you, you know, all the, how to handle the dogs and and whatnot, and then after that, uh, you just come on in and you literally just uh, sign the notebook, sign what dog you have, and and take them out for the day
1: is it something that you have to do or that you do on a weekly basis on a daily basis on a monthly basis is there a schedule involved in it
4: no schedule so you you whenever you're available um you can come on in so uh you know some of our better students will come in every uh once school gets here they'll they'll be here quite a bit and then uh, you know they'll go back home for for you know summer break and whatnot and they'll come back again and and there's really no um just pretty much anytime we're open, you're you're welcome to come in there. No no set time requirements or anything like that.
0: All right, uh, how can I reach you guys? What uh, what do you need? And uh, just kind of give us the who, what, when, where, and why.
4: Yes, sir. So uh, we are always in need of dog food. We are running a little low on dog food now. Um, we're also uh, looking for volunteers to help me uh, with some uh, fencing projects. Um, oh, that's Ward and so- I. I'm telling you guys, that's another TV segment we could do. Absolutely. Right you know, um, but uh, volunteers will help me with that. And we're also looking for uh, dog houses and, and, and uh, scrap materials, maybe build some dog houses for people for this weather. Um, you can reach us at 254-754-1454 or visit us on the website at hsctx.org. And we're located at 2032 Circle Road, right across from Rudy's Barbecue.
0: Mike, as always, thanks. Appreciate
4: it. Thank you, guys.
0: Mike Gray from the uh, Animal Humane Society. Now you've been by there. Uh, that's a, that's a heck of a facility, isn't it?
1: Oh, yeah, it's very nice. They do a great job over there, and uh, and and it is uh, it, it's it's cool to be able to go over there and 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 work with the dogs and 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 help out any way you can. They do a great job, and. You know, it, unfortunately, it's it's a much needed service in our area.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're talking a hundred, hundred and fifty dogs. He said, "Unbelievable! What if, what if that's what if that facility wasn't there and available? Oh, could you imagine? No, it's it'd be awful." So. All right, uh, thanks to the uh, all the fine folks over at the Humane Society, we appreciate uh, your efforts. All right, uh, w- we've we've done this all week, and it's kind of fun. I mean, it's kind of cool. We're, we're all kind of learning together. Let me uh, let me tell you what we're going to do. We're going to give away a uh, fifty dollar gift card to our uh, to our good friends at Northern Tool and Equipment. Northern Tool and Equipment is located at 2339 South New Road and uh, you'll find the right tool for any job at Northern Tool and Equipment. We're talking about brands like Milwaukee and Honda and Lincoln and all of those great products. Over 100,000 tools in the store waiting for you. It's that, it's that cool. It and uh, man, it's uh, it's time to it's time to do it. You can and by the way you can shop this week during their inventory reduction sale and save up to 50% off of heaters and moving carts and dollies and batteries hand tools and much much more. By the way, if you want a uh, a $50 gift card from uh from Northern Tool and ESPN Central Texas, they are available here at the radio station. Come by and swing by just anytime uh between 8 and 5 pick them up and uh we we'll, we've got them waiting for you here for those that have already won this week. All right, if you want to win, it's simple. Answer this question. Which hammer do you use to shape metal? Is it A, ball peen hammer, B, claw hammer, or C, rubber mallet? And let's do it by phone, not not text. Do it by phone, not text. Ward is waiting to talk to you. He he, he wants to visit with you. 254-662-1660. 254 Six six two one six six zero, 662-1660, and uh, the first correct caller is going to be a winner. And, again, the answer is – I'm not going to give you the answer. <laughs> I started to give you the answer, but uh, it's uh, – it, it, the, here's the question. Here is the question. <laughs> I started to give it away. That would have been good. Here's the question. Which hammer do you use to shape metal? Is it A, ball, peen hammer, B, uh claw hammer, C rubber mallet. If you know the answer, you let us know. And you could be a winner of a $50 gift card from our good friends over at Northern tool and equipment at twenty three thirty nine South new road. All right. Uh, pick up the phone, make a, and uh, make yourself a winner here today from uh, ESPN, central Texas. Again, uh, coming up in just a few minutes, we're going to talk about Baylor's win over Texas tech last night. Uh, Mark Moorhead, the head coach of UMHB, the, uh, uh, they're on a roll. I mean, they are absolutely playing great basketball, and we're going to talk to Mark about what's going on in the American Southwest Conference and uh, what's going on with UMHB women's basketball. We'll do that also on the program. We'll start looking ahead to the Big Twelve SEC Challenge uh, and just kind of get your thoughts on what game may be the most interesting and intriguing game. We so we'll we'll do that also. Uh, Glenn Moore, the head, the longtime head softball coach at Baylor University. Is going to join us this morning. They are getting things going and getting ready to um, to to get the season underway. And we'll see what uh, the 2022 BU softball team looks like. We'll talk to uh, longtime head coach Glenn Moore uh, about that. I uh, got some college football notes that are coming up, and Chris Vanini from the Athletic is going to talk about uh, the Group of Five schools. There's a ward. There's still a lot of movement in our Group of Five, and. And we're going to talk about that uh, with Chris Vanetti from the Athletic coming up in uh, in a few uh, in a little later on. All right, congratulations to Brad Brown. Brad is a winner of a uh, fifty dollar gift certificate to Northern Tool and Equipment. Brad, just come by the radio station here on uh, Bagby and pick that uh, that coupon up. We'll we'll have it waiting for you just after nine o'clock this morning. And uh, when we get off the air, and we'll we'll get you fixed up. And Brad, uh, you can go shopping. Compliments of Northern Tool and Equipment. ESP ESPN Central Texas. All right, let's get a check on the weather
6: forecast this morning from Fox 44. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly cloudy skies today. It'll be a little breezy this afternoon with highs topping out at 59 degrees. Cloudy skies continue tonight. We'll see low temperatures fall to 35, and then tomorrow mostly sunny skies. It will be cooler with the high around 53. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather.
5: Join us live from Rudy's in Waco for our next Baylor Coaches Show.
6: Join us Thursday, February
7: 3rd, and hear from men's tennis coach Michael Woodson and acrobatics and tumbling head coach Felicia Mulkey.
5: Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with your host, John Morris, right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas.
8: Introducing Venture X, Capital One's new travel card for people always asking, where next? You earn 10X miles on hotels and rental cars and 5X miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your
6: wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details shipments of unique
3: one-of-a-kind rustic furniture for your home or office and western home decor arrives daily at appaloosa trading post rodeo pond check out their living room dining room and bedroom sets buffets hall trees sofas end tables and sectionals from steve silver this heavy duty furniture is built to last and it's priced to move financing is available apply today by texting 16118 to 22462 it's the world's best western store appaloosa trading post rodeo pond 3101 north robinson drive in waco and on facebook
5: since
0: 1978, Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House has been delivering savory barbecue and delicious sides. With their two locations in Hewitt and Waco, drive-through window, remodeled indoor dining space, delivery options, and new hours, Uncle Dan's is sure to be a Central Texas favorite. Specials include one meat plate with two sides for only $7.09, with beef and rib plates only a dollar more on Mondays. Buy one, get one half off for Texas taters on Tuesday, and prime beef brisket on Fridays. Come eat at this family-owned business and feel like you're right at home.
2: Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios.
9: So I gotta get All right,
0: 7.20. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas as you uh, prepare for a uh, – a Thursday. We're glad you're with us here on this Thursday. Uh, don't forget, coming up this afternoon, John Morse will be broadcasting live from Diamore Fine Jewelers. He'll be there at uh, 3 o'clock this afternoon. So look for J-Mo out at Diamore this afternoon at 3 o'clock. Last night uh, in Lubbock, uh, Ward, you ever been there, by the way? I've been by a couple of times. All right. By the way, what would you share with us what years you participated in football in in uh, good old Lubbock, Texas, America. Dark Ages. Okay. I didn't think you were going there. I-, I thought I would reach and ask, but, you know. Were you guys good, average,
1: outstanding, need a little help, uh, short-handed? I guess you could say average. Yeah. not. Did you ever get to
0: play in a bowl game?
1: The Independence Bowl. Really? hmm In Shreveport.
0: Got to go to, got to, but that's still a cool experience, right?
1: Yes. All right. Very cool. That was a lot of fun.
0: All right. Last night basketball, uh, Baylor wins eighty eight to eighty. How is she not the best player in the country? Melissa Smith, twenty three points, nine rebounds. And by the way, you are saying, "Hey, uh, twenty points? Huh. Nice. Twenty eighth time in her career that she scored at least twenty points. Twenty eighth time." That she scored at least twenty points. Jordan Lewis locked her 80th career game in in double figures. Uh, Jordan Lewis had 16 points. Sarah Andrews added nine points, and uh, Caitlin Bickle with 12. Baylor got off, like I said, got off to the great start. Uh, they jumped out 29 to 14 over Texas Tech, but uh, Tech rallied a little bit in the second quarter, but really had a, a solid third period. And uh, after the game, Nikki Collin talked a little bit about winning on the road. Because thats I don't care if you're playing the first-place team or the last-place team. You went on the road, you went on the road. She talked about that, and she also talked about the Tech run.
9: Really important. I mean, this team, you know, as much as the fact that they have two Big 12 wins, they, they've beaten Kansas State, um, they've won at Texas. So, um, you know, we, we, knew, um, they were gonna we um, knew they were going to compete. We absolutely knew they were going to compete. And, um, you know, they had players make shots. I mean, the 15-0 run between the end of the second and into the third, um, you know, we got to regroup better. We got to take better care of the ball in those early possessions. Um, that 9-0 run start the third changed the complexion of the game, you know? I mean, it just gave them gave them legs in life. Um, and so, you know, I mean, you know, we had talked about, hey, we're up 15 now at the end of the first quarter. We need to be up 25 at the half, and we were up 13. And so, you know, we, we just... We have to be better executing, um, especially at the defensive end. We can live with kids making threes that, um, you know, don't normally make threes because maybe we're taking something else away because we don't have the size to guard Gray at the three. Um, but but we shouldn't be giving Tower and Gurlick. And, you know, she got left to her pull-up, you know, and it was all over the scouting report. So we got to do a better job of understanding our scouts.
0: That is that uh, Nikki Collin talking about the win. She mentioned Gurlick and uh, Gray. Uh Bren Gerlich had 22 for Tech, and uh, Vivian Gray had 21. But Ward, when you start looking at some, you start breaking down some of the numbers. How about uh, how about points in the paint? Baylor had Baylor outscored Tech 40 to 22 points in the paint. That, that's you're gonna when you when you're getting shots, high percentage shots, which you know points in the paint. That's what you're getting when you get those high percentage shots. That's, uh, that's gonna that's gonna help you tremendously
1: as you uh, as you look to uh, to to win the ball game makes things a lot easier, doesn't it?
0: Absolutely. Uh second chance points. Baylor had 20, Tech had 10, so uh all in all the uh Bears win for the fourth straight ball game. You know, they started the uh they started the thing at 0 and 2 uh in in covid and all kinds of it was just very disjointed, but now this team seems to be uh they seem to be in a pretty good place right now. And look, they they don't have a lot of depth. They're not going to have a lot of depth. I mean, I, I look at the, I'm looking at the box score right here. They played seven players last night, seven. And that's, I think in a normal average big 12 game this year, that's, that's the number for, for, for Nikki Collins team.
1: Yeah. They just have to figure it out. I mean, you, when you don't have the opportunity to, to have a deep bench, you, you find a way to adjust the minutes to what you do have and. You know, Nikki Collins trying to get that done right now. And early in the season, she had a little bit of a a problem or at least early in the Big 12 schedule, she had a problem because they had to stop down. And, you know, you didn't get those minutes to be able to figure out how this is going to fit together. Now you see with a four-game winning streak, starting to be able to figure it out. And the only way you can is to kind of figure it out on the fly by by getting those minutes and and see what combination works and where you can get – The opportunity to rest somebody because if you have a thin bench, you've got to be careful. You can't just, you know, push it up the floor the entire time with just, you know, five players on the floor because, you know, they're going to get gassed, and and, you know, other teams are going to realize that and they may try to push the tempo just to put you in a hard place.
0: Well, next week, uh, well, here's what's here's what's ahead: Saturday, Wednesday, Friday. That's what's ahead for Baylor right now because of the uh, the addition of a couple of games. Well, not the addition, but the, the – The makeups. The makeups, yeah, absolutely. And that's
1: where they're going to have to really be able to adjust the minutes because of that right there, being able to have the opportunity to go and, and, and play those games in a back-to-back-to-back situation. Now, one thing it's going to do, it's going to help you once you get ready for tournament play.
0: Yeah, and, and I was thinking about it last night. Uh, when when you're doing that, like you were talking about, you got to steal a spot here and there. Uh, you know, if you got 27 seconds left in the quarter, uh, that's where you you may make that sub and and get somebody. That those 27 seconds plus that television timeout between quarters or whatever, just you know, just to catch their breath, get their legs back under them, because again, you are playing on a on a seven man rotation
1: no doubt and you got to be that's what I'm talking about managing minutes you have got to be able to figure that out and, and that's a great point being able to you know why is somebody taking somebody out with 27 seconds left in the quarter well that's exactly the reason because they want to get those few seconds there you never know if there's going to be a foul or a timeout or not a timeout but a foul or an out of bounds play or something that's going to stop the clock so you get that extra time and then the TV timeout will help you as well uh to just get rehydrated and and, and get ready to get back in there
0: all right, so the uh, Bears win fourth straight win for uh, for for Baylor, and they're now uh, fourteen and four overall, four and two in the conference, and they're back out on the road. They're headed to Morgantown this Saturday. It is a one o'clock tip, a twelve thirty broadcast, and that game's going to be over on our sister station, one hundred four point nine FM Star. Uh, and uh, you can catch that game over on Star at twelve uh, thirty on Saturday, at two uh, thirty on Saturday, right here on ESPN Central Texas. It'll be Alabama and Baylor in the Big 12 SEC champion uh, Challenge. So uh, that's, that's why the, uh, the Baylor women will be over on 104.9 on Saturday. All right, 727. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're glad you're with us as we move through a, uh, a Thursday. We're going to talk some UMHB women's basketball. We're going to do that coming up in just a couple of minutes right here. Hey, that's a team that's, that's on a roll, isn't it, Ward? I mean, Mark's Morfield's got that team cooking.
1: They are. They're playing very well right now. Thirteen game winning streak, and uh, they're, they're they're trying to capture a conference championship.
0: Imagine that! Somebody in in Belton at UMHB is trying to win a championship.
1: <laughs> it's unheard of.
0: It's <laughs> it's unprecedented, isn't it? All right, seven twenty seven. We'll talk to Mark Morfield. We'll do that coming up next right here on ESPN Central Texas.
7: Recently on the John Moore Show. All right, how about this? So, Tech plays Kansas on Big Monday tonight, and it's yep. in Lawrence. What if, what if Pat Mahomes shows up and Tech people are cheering for him and Kansas people are cheering for him? He can't lose if he shows up tonight.
5: Wonder what the crowd will do tonight at Allen if indeed he shows up.
8: <laughs> John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
7: If you're paying too much for health insurance for yourself and your employees, and you probably are, listen closely to this message.
1: Our agency, in addition to representing all the major medical companies, we have an exclusive contract with one of our carriers that no other agent has in the entire country.
7: Hurley Benefit Services President, Michael Hurley.
1: Our plans encourage educated consumption of healthcare. And as a result, we've been able to save employees and employers thousands of dollars. I have a local company here with a little over 100 employees and we're able to save them in the last 12 months Over $100,000 in premium dollars. This is indeed fact.
7: It's worth 10 minutes of your time to talk to Hurley Benefit Services to learn how you can save thousands on health insurance costs. Set a no-cost, no-obligation appointment with Hurley Benefit Services to find out more. Hurley Benefit Services is locally owned, and they're online at hurleybenefitservices.com. H-U-R-L-E-Y benefitservices.com.
1: Halmet Aerospace in Waco has been employing people in the Waco area for nearly 50 years. Now is the time to join their team with current openings in packaging, shipping, production, engineering, machining, quality, supply chain, and sales. Offering excellent starting pay, benefits from the day you start, and advanced opportunities. Apply now at howmetcom slash Careers. Howmet Aerospace on Imperial Drive in Waco. Apply today.
10: And a lot of people, when they come in, they'll say, I'm usually much more active, but since I've been in pain, I've had to limit the activities I'm doing.
11: You're listening to Janelle, an arch support specialist at the Goodfeet Store.
10: The next step is getting them in the right arch supports. After walking around with the arch supports, they'll feel much freer and lighter. Our goal is to have that long-term change for them to make sure that they're continuing to notice a difference
1: in their life.
11: Try them for yourself with a free fitting at the Goodfeet Store. Goodfeet Waco in
1: Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy.
8: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
13: I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas sports update. 23 points from Melissa Smith led Baylor to an 88-80 victory at Texas Tech. That moves Baylor's record to 4-2 in the Big 12, still even in the loss column at the top of the standings with Iowa State, Texas, and Oklahoma. The MCC High Lassies squeaked by Cisco 61-59 for their fourth consecutive conference victory. The Mavericks jumped out to a 40-25 lead in the first quarter to win at Portland 132-112. The Spurs lost at home to Memphis 118-110. Looking to give its members the best opportunity to make the postseason football playoff, the Big Ten is considering scheduling only eight conference games each season and eliminating divisions. The Farmers Insurance Open got underway yesterday at Torrey Pines. Billy Horschel shot at 9-under. The lead by a stroke over Michael Thompson.
8: SportsCenter, every 20 minutes, only on
1: ESPN Central Texas.
0: All right, 7.32, welcome back into the program. If you're out and about, please drive carefully. Be especially careful in and around our school zones. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. It is a Thursday morning, and we welcome into the program UMHB head basketball coach Mark Moorfield. Mark, first of all, good morning. How are you? We appreciate your time today. Good morning, guys, and thanks for having me out. I appreciate it. Talk a little bit about where you are right now. I mean, obviously a, a, a good a good season going at 14-2, and two, but – this team has won 13 in a row, you're 11 and0 in the league. and just kind of where, kind of give us the state of the union, if you will, on, on where you think your team is right now.
14: Well, you know, first and foremost, we're trying to avoid the dog days of winter, that always <laughs> happens with uh, any basketball team during this time of year. So we're just trying to stay focused and, and make sure that you know we're, we're taking one, day, one day at a time, one game at a time, but I'm um, really pleased with how um, the team has, has responded. Uh, we kind of came out of the gates a little rough, starting one and two. Um, played Colorado College the day after Thanksgiving, and then uh, didn't really play our best first quarter. And, and, and the, so to speak, the ditch was dug too deep to get out of that one. And we played the next three quarters well, but just not enough to overcome the deficit. And you know, we had a we kind of we we had a had a talk in the locker room afterwards of what it's going to take, what 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 it's going to take. From the coaching staff, from the players, um, what what it what it's going to take to win, and uh, kind of just talking about the standards, the standards of the program, and what the program means, and, and what the history of what we've been able to accomplish the the program in the last six years, and, and things of that nature. And ever since then, um, we, we've just taken off. And you know, I, I, what what I like about these this group of girls is they're tough. They play with the chip on their shoulder and and they're resilient. And, um, you know, I I think those are things that in the past we might have been missing a little bit um, in previous teams. But this team, you you look at some of the games we've had, how we've been able to pull them out in the fourth quarter, being down or being down at half. And I think that's just a testament to this group of girls and just their their mentality. Um, They're just, they're not going to. They're not going to lose, and I think, you know, coming out of the gates and, you know, going one and two, um, they, they saw what it takes to win, and they they didn't want to have that taste in their mouth anymore. So we're, we're, we're happy with the direction we're going and, you know, making sure that we're staying focused on the little things that are going to help us continue to win and um, making sure that we're not, you know, from a coach's standpoint, we're not overdoing it in practice, make sure we're giving the right
1: amount of rest and, uh,
14: you know, just keeping them focused and, and keeping them sharp sharp on the little things uh, to win ball games
1: coach is it the offense or the defense that's able to get you through that stretch late in ball games
14: well i'll be honest with you ward (laughs) at first it was the defense (laughs) now it's kind of flipped around and now it's the offense so one of these days hopefully we'll get the offense and defense clicking at the same time but um you know i think coming out of the gate it was it was our defense that did that and now um it's kind of it's kind of reversed um you look at some of the fourth quarters um, where we're going in either down or tied uh, you know we've been able to almost break that threshold of 18 to 20 points per game in that fourth quarter now some of that's a testament to our depth we we, this is probably the first year we've had such a deep team with quality and and that's something we've tried to recruit and something we've tried to build and and our philosophy is is that you know we want to be 10 11 deep and when that fourth quarter is there Most teams are eight, have a rotation of eight. We're going to use that as a separator. Um, We're going to use that fourth quarter because of our depth and the quality of depth that we have. We're going to be fresher, and we're just going to get that separation right there in those last 10 minutes. But, um, you know, early on, our defense was really locked in um, in the season, and then I would say probably here of late, it's just our offense that I think we've been averaging around 73 a game and so, you know, it's been more that we've been able to make buckets. Other teams have probably gotten a little cold um, and things like that. But I also think that's part of the dog days of the winter. Is it's a little harder to commit to defense when you're in the when, when you're deep in the season. Offense is obviously a lot easier to come to. Defense takes obviously a lot more effort. And um, I think those sometimes teams will get in that little funk a little bit um, where you want to kind of get back on that defensive intensity, um, but. You know, I think it's been a combination, um, just depending on the time of year and, and where we've been and so forth.
0: Hey, Mark, talk a little bit about that. You just mentioned depth and then quality of depth. You you really are very, very deep on this basketball team.
14: Yeah, and, and the unfortunate thing is we have two girls out with ACL, so we would have been a lot – we would have even had more depth. And um, both of them – one was playing, one was anticipated to play, and she tore hers in the preseason. But, um, you know, I think that's something – that's just a philosophy, and, and, and I'll tell you, the, the back story to it is is uh, it might have been, I don't know, 13, 14 years now, I, I was coaching a, a team of D-League players, well, G-League players now, and um, we went up and played the Dominican Republic National Team. That's when John Calpari was coaching them, and, and I remember, you know, talking to him, and, you know, he's talking about, you know, obviously all these top 25, top 50 kids and stuff like that, and, you know. And I told him, I said, how do you manage that? Because obviously, being on the men's side, you know, when you get a quality player like that, they're, you know, they they have a goal in mind. So it's kind of a business decision for them. Anyways, long story short, he sat there and said, you know, we want to have depth. And we tell the we tell the players, hey, you know, we're going to get you where you got to go. You got to buy in. But he said, if we can have quality depth every year, then obviously we we want to use that to where other teams don't have. And I think that stuff stuck out to me is that when we were building our program, we wanted to get quality depth, but just like anything, when you're building something from being mediocre and and trying to sell a vision, I think the biggest thing is, is you may not, it takes some time to get that quality depth. And so we've been fortunate this year to have it. Um, It's kind of finally, you know, in the years past, we've had some injuries where we could have had it, but you know, we had injuries and so it kind of affected us. But this year, we're, we're extremely, extremely deep. Um, like you said, and you know, injuries haven't been able to affect it as much as it has in the past. And, um, you know, our philosophy is we want to have quality depth. We want to be able to wear teams out. We know the first 30 minutes is going to be a battle. Um, but that, that that last 10 minutes, we really want to, you know, we want to be the team that's in a position because of our deaths to be able to separate and, um, and the crazy thing is we've added three transfers at semester break, um, that are even going to give us more quality depth, um, that are doing very well and, um, you know, picked up the philosophy and what we're doing defensively and offensively. But, you know, again, it's just, it's our philosophy is just we want quality depth and, um, we feel that to win and win big, um, especially, you know, in, in our, in women's basketball, if we can have that much depth, then it's going to be really hard for uh, for opponents to beat us.
1: Coach, you got a big one coming up tonight with Harden Simmons coming in, a special there at UMHB to try to pack the gym tonight. How big is this game for your team tonight?
14: Well, I, I think the biggest thing is it's a big game to continue to uh, go towards our goal, which is the win conference. And we have three goals, and this is one of the goals is the win conference. So um, this is this is a very big game in order to, for us to stay on track to win conference UT Dallas is one game behind us. Um, but again, I think it goes, you know, we're talking about deaths and separation. I think this is also a big game now to continue to get that separation between, you know, us and Harden Simmons, um, in the conference race and things like that. And so it's, it's a big game. Um, it's a big game for us to continue to go towards that goal of winning conference. Um, and then obviously naturally it's, it's a rivalry and, um, you know, anytime there's a rivalry, obviously it's a little more heated. It's a, the stakes are a little higher, um, and we just got to make sure that we're staying focused and don't let the game, you know, get bigger than what it is.
0: Mark, hey man, we uh, we appreciate your time. Continued success and keep this thing rolling. It uh, it looks like it's a lot of fun, and uh, and we we do uh, we do wish you the very best tonight and and moving forward.
14: I appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me on. And uh, like I said, this team this team's a good team, and uh, they've been they've been really enjoyable to coach.
0: Hey, coach. Thanks. Talk to you soon. That is uh, Mark like Moorfield, I- the uh, head coach of the uh, UMHB Crusaders. Uh, Ward, I was looking. They've only got two players in double figures, but they've got like eleven players that average twenty plus minutes a game.
1: Yeah, that he's, that's the depth he's talking about, and to be able to do that, and that's why he's able to pull away from people in, in the last couple of minutes of ball games or the last 10 minutes of a game because he has that depth and sometimes those fresh legs, you know, just being able to get in there and fight underneath the boards and, and kick it out and get in that transition basketball that he likes to run uh, gives them an opportunity to do that.
0: And, and you know, the one thing, that my first thought was, how does he keep everybody happy? Because, you know, look, everybody wants to play. But they can only play five at a time. But somehow they have managed to make this rotation work for them. And he also mentioned that they had a couple of players with injuries, or they might be thirteen deep down at UMHB. I mean, this is a deep,
1: deep team. Well, winning fixes a lot of that.
0: Sure does. It, it absolutely does. So, uh, it's so it's it's packed the house tonight. Tonight, huh?
1: Yes, packed the house tonight for the uh, women, and followed by the men after that. Big. Big rivalry game coming up with Harden Simmons coming into town.
0: Yeah, and that that should be a lot of fun. And that's a and if you've never been there, that it, it, it's like, a great facility. Well, I was going to say, like their football facility, their basketball facility is
1: second to none. Absolutely,
0: and uh, you'll you'll enjoy your experience. I promise. So
1: yeah, a, you need to get over there. If you're a basketball fan and you haven't been, you you need to get over to the Mayborn.
0: Yeah, it's it's a great place. No question. All right, 744. We're 16 away from 8 here on ESPN Central Texas. Time and award. This is game time. We are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Thanks to Ted Teague. At Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, the uh, the brands continue to win awards year year. After year after year. The 2021 Ram, by the way, uh, just received first place in the prestigious JD Power uh, initial quality. The uh, The Dodge brand finished second to Ram, so you're one, two right there. And, of course, the uh, 2021 Jeep Gladiator is rated first among all midsize trucks. And, of course, this month you can get an early start with the start of something new sales event that's going on only at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Again, tremendous products available, tremendous service with with the service department and everybody associated with the service department. Look, it's a complete dealership. They've got one goal in mind. Yeah, they want to sell you a vehicle. That's what they're in the business to do. But they want to create a relationship where you're, uh, every time you're in the market for a new vehicle, the first place you look, the first place you go, the first place you, you make that purchase is Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business.
5: It's the Big 12 SEC Challenge this Saturday as the Bears travel to Tuscaloosa to take on Alabama. 2.30 for the countdown to tip off, 3 p.m. tip with Pat and John from SEC Country. Bears Crimson Tide in the Big 12 SEC Challenge this Saturday, here on the flagship station for Baylor Basketball, ESPN Central Texas.
13: When it comes to banking, you deserve the first. You deserve. THE FIRST NATIONAL BANK OF CENTRAL TEXAS, LOCALLY OWNED FOR OVER 100 YEARS. WE KNOW THIS COMMUNITY INSIDE AND OUT. WE'RE A BANK ON YOUR SIDE, AND WHEN YOU BANK WITH THE FIRST, YOU'LL HAVE A BANKER BY YOUR SIDE. WANT TO FIND OUT MORE? CHECK OUT BANKINGFIRST.COM OR COME BY AND SEE US AT ANY OF OUR SIX LOCATIONS. THAT'S THE FIRST NATIONAL BANK OF CENTRAL TEXAS. YOU DESERVE THE FIRST. MEMBER FDIC AND EQUAL HOUSING LENDER.
11: The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, February 6th, and Sunday, February 7th at the Harker Heights Event Center off Edwards Drive. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be the place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at the show. Variety at the show is extensive, and oftentimes if they don't have it, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show. More than just guns, you'll find ammo, hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, collectibles, and so much more. The Real Texas Gun Show, February 5th, 9 to 5, February 6th, from noon to 4, at the Harker Heights Event Center.
7: We first opened the doors of Jeff Hunter Toyota in 1990 and have become the premier Toyota dealership in Waco. We offer a full selection of new Toyota models, have a vast inventory of pre-owned vehicles. There's a state-of-the-art service and body shop with factory-trained technicians and a full-line parts department. Stop by and see Kyle Tomlinson or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota Quality. Waco Values.
8: espn radio sports center
13: i'm Mark smith with your espn central texas sports update 23 points from melissa smith led baylor to an 88 80 victory at texas tech that moves baylor's record to four and two in the big 12 still even in the lost column at the top of the standings with iowa state texas and oklahoma The MCC High Lassies squeaked by Cisco 61-59 for their fourth consecutive conference victory. The Mavericks jumped out to a 40-25 lead in the first quarter to win at Portland 132-112. The Spurs lost at home to Memphis 118-110. Looking to give its members the best opportunity to make the postseason football playoff, the Big Ten is considering scheduling only eight conference games each season and eliminating divisions. The Farmers Insurance Open got underway yesterday at Tory Pines. Billy Horschel shot at 9 under, the lead by a stroke over Michael Thompson.
8: Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, stand by. Now, from the Alan Samuel Studios.
0: All right, seven forty-eight. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Barfield, Ward Whites, We're glad you're with us. Drive safely. Glad to have you with us, little Stevie Ray. All right, Ward. The uh, and first of all, this is going to be a quickie for for the Bears, but uh, Baylor men—they've got—they've uh, got the. Uh, the Big 12 SEC uh, matchup this weekend, and then a quick turnaround because they've got uh, West Virginia on Big Monday. So, I mean, it's Saturday and Monday for the Bears, and they're in Tuscaloosa, Alabama this Saturday uh, for uh, for the uh, matchup with the, the uh, Crimson Tide and uh, and the Baylor Bears. So, of all of the games, have you had a chance to kind of look at the matchups? and uh, Which game is the most
1: intriguing to you?
0: And I'll give you mine in a minute, but I want to—I want to hear yours.
1: Uh, well that's a great question. I'll tell you what—I I, 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 I guess I, Kentucky and Kansas.
0: That's it. And I know that, that Kentucky's not. Look, it's it. You're talking about two iconic names in college basketball, are you not? Yes. And, and I, just because now, is it because? Look, I, I don't know how that game's going to go. I mean, I, I think Kansas will will, will will be in pretty good shape, but uh, it's just the fact that it's Kentucky and Kansas. That's it. that's it. I mean, I don't you know I, I didn't ask which is the best matchup. I said, "What's the most intriguing game?" And I, I guarantee you that's, that's exactly what I that was my first thought. I saw that and I went, "Huh, how cool is this? How cool is this? Kentucky and Kansas. And, uh, yeah, I'm, you know, I want to – and I'm also – I'm curious. I want to see – you know, Auburn is the number one team in the country. And right out of the box, they stumbled around and nearly lost to Missouri the other night. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally, the ink wasn't dry on the number one, and they're playing the Missouri Tigers. And, you know, so how do they respond on Saturday, now that they've got the the bullseye on their back,
1: they better be ready because Oklahoma will be. You
0: no, know, they're going to go into Auburn, Alabama, and they're going to you know you know play hard. I mean, there's no question.
1: Uh, they played well against West Virginia last night.
0: So well, and we'll see how how it all unfolds. Is there another game that that you go, man? Got to see this one because look, there's games all over the place on Saturday, uh, on every. For, you know, format that you can find. I mean, there's television and, 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 and all kinds of good stuff. So it's, it it's, I'm excited. I mean, it starts at what? 11 o'clock in the morning with the LSU and TCU. And, uh, it'll conclude, uh, on Saturday night down in Austin with Texas and Tennessee.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's an intriguing matchup. Let's see if Texas can keep going after that big win over TCU kind of separated themselves over TCU, which I thought was a little bit of a surprise for some people. Uh, just them going into TCU as, as well as TCU was playing at the time. So can they can they continue that against a out-of-conference foe? I, I think the Mississippi State-Texas Tech game has some interest because it's at the United Center. How will Tech fans show up for that one? Because they've been packing the house for all the Big 12 games. Will they be there uh, for this one on Saturday? I think they will. Uh, and, and can they keep that defense going uh, that they've been able to do under Coach Allen? I, that that one intrigues me, and, and I tell you, I really think this Baylor Alabama game is pretty intriguing as well.
0: Well, look, Bama's nine and one at
1: home. Absolutely,
0: nine. They're a and, good basketball team. Yeah, and they've struggled a little bit, uh, you know. But they're nine and one at home, thirteen and seven overall. We'll see how, how that one goes in Tuscaloosa. But you know, you we we were talking about Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky is Kentucky is uh, undefeated at home, by the way uh but they're on the road they're in they're in Lawrence uh where they they're 2 and 3 on the road 16 and 4 overall 2 and 3 on the road and 1 and 1 in neutral site games so they're going into Allen Fieldhouse uh to to take on KU so uh it's
1: not an easy place no, to play we, at all
0: you know we know that that may be one of the hardest if not the hardest place to go play i mean you know uh so we'll see i i at first i was like I'm not sure I like this stopping league play as intense as league play is right now to to go to, to go play this challenge but this challenge is such a great showcase for both leagues right well
1: now. yeah and I like it I think it's a good break for for them to get out of conference play for a little bit and and look at somebody outside the conference yeah, kind of give you a little not any, i don't want to say breathing room because you don't want to do that you want to stay focused and you want to play as well as you can but it, it you know gets you out of conference play so that, that's not staring you in the face but it also you know you you're going to face some out of league teams that kind of give you an idea of you know tournament plays not too far away as we both know and you know you, you're going to you're not going to be matched up against some familiar foes you have got to get ready for somebody you don't know a whole lot about
0: well, wouldn't it be fair to say these are the two best leagues in America? Uh, yeah, possibly. Yeah, I, I, I think so. I mean, and when you start to look around, who's number one and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you, you got you got Baylor who's sat there for several weeks, and now you got uh, the Auburn Tigers. And I'm just from a depth standpoint, from top to bottom, I think these are probably the two best leagues. I mean, and of course, everybody has an opinion, but. Uh, should, I I think this is going to be fun. I, I I think this will be a lot of fun. And again, the, uh, yeah, minus the Baylor Alabama game, because obviously for, for obvious reasons, we're going to be locked in on that game. But I, I, the one I'm really got my eye on is Kentucky and, uh, and KU. So that, that should be a lot of fun. And again, K, uh, Kentucky, will go going to Allen Fieldhouse. at 16 and four overall and, uh and look, they're two games behind uh, Auburn in the uh, in the standings, so uh, it should be fun. Of course, uh, uh, you know the other team. That's it, it'll be interesting to see. Is what about Tennessee on the road in Austin, taking on Texas? Uh, I, I, that that could be that could be one of those those knockdown, dragout type games. I mean, there's there's a lot of mm-hmm. intri- interesting matchups in the in this. Uh, Big 12 SEC Challenge. So that's all coming up on Saturday, and we'll have the Bears and Bama Saturday at 2 30 right here on ESPN Central Texas. All right, uh, John's got today's Baylor Sports Beat program here on ESPN Central Texas.
5: This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. All
7: right, everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor women's basketball wins on the road. We'll give you details plus softball gearing up for the new season. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat.
5: The Baylor Bookstore on campus is your go-to location for the absolute latest in Baylor Nike gear. Shop in person or online at BaylorShop.com.
7: Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram, and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality.
3: Come by, let's be friends.
5: You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris.
7: And welcome back. Baylor women's basketball went out to Lubbock and comes home with their fourth consecutive win in Big 12 play, 88 to 80 last night over the Texas Tech Lady Raiders. Seven Baylor players played in total on the night. Four of those in double-figure scoring, led by Nalissa Smith with 23 points and 9 rebounds, 19 by Sarah Andrews in the victory. That pushes Baylor's record to 14-4 on the season, now 4-2 and two in Big 12 conference play. The women headed to West Virginia to play the Mountaineers Saturday at 1 p.m. Also, Baylor Baseball's Jared McKenzie named a member of the All-Big 12 preseason All-Conference team. Baylor Baseball begins team practice for the new season tomorrow. And practice already underway for the new season for Glenn Moore and Baylor softball. It'll be a young group, says Coach Moore for 2022.
15: Yeah, you know, uh, you get excited with returners because they're experienced and you don't have to teach as much, but... uh, it's also exciting to have new players that are more like sponges for information and you get to teach, you know, a teacher wants to teach. So when you have new players uh, that want to learn a new system or new techniques, it makes teaching more fun. And this this team's open-minded, re- willing to try new things and you see a lot more progress in those that are new. Uh, also with that comes the frustration of failing in a sport that has a lot of failure in it um, and then trying to recover from that. So we, we know we'll experience some of that, but we certainly are excited about the, the, the players that we have and how eager they are to learn and certainly the talent that we have.
7: Practice underway for the new season for Glenn Moore and Baylor softball. Their season opener is February 11th, three weeks from tomorrow. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris.
8: Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
12: I'm not saying he hasn't been critical of coaches at times, but for him to be that overt, you know, saying it's a pet peeve, it seems to be almost a direct reaction to what Mike McCarthy was saying the other day. Like, hey, we're going to work on this the offseason. Oh, this is going to be something we get get done. Well, he didn't like hearing that. Jerry didn't,
8: and he was pretty direct with it. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m on ESPN Central Texas.
11: My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows
1: Direct. Cold weather is here, and so is time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by ENERGY STAR for 8 consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Call Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate at 254-301-7760 or check them out on the web at UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews.
11: I love my windows
8: They've got that brand new home effect Universal Windows Direct From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios This is KRZI Waco K222DC Waco K265DV Temple ESPN Central Texas
3: All right
0: it is just after 8 o'clock. Welcome back into the program. This is Game Time with Tom and Ward. We're glad you're with us. The 8 o'clock hour this morning is brought to you by VersaLift Southwest. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest. Now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. You can drop by 7601 Imperial Drive to apply for those jobs. Let's, uh, let's talk some Baylor softball this morning. We welcome in to the program head coach glenn moore coach good morning how are
15: you i'm doing great tom thanks thanks again for having me good to be with you
0: let's let's talk a little bit about uh about it so we're off and running and and just it, it, would would it be fair to say that this this is almost like a rebuild for for your team right now or, or it's or is this a retool
15: i think it is a, a rebuild a lot of coaches are reluctant to say that they want to say re reload and uh we're, we're half our team's brand new and we're going to depend on a lot of the new talent uh to to compete this year so i i think we're rebuilding a little bit and you know we finished in a um uh, you know kind of a, a not so good place last year with all the injuries and not doing well in postseason made it to postseason which was an accomplishment but uh but not doing that well i think uh we're hungry, eager to go, but, uh, you know, a lot of unanswered questions.
0: How did you get to this point? Where, where, how did COVID affect your, your softball team over the last couple of years?
15: <laughs> well, you, you nailed it. I, when you asked that question, immediately COVID came to mind. Yep. You know, and that, that's not just, uh, Baylor softball. That's a lot of programs because of the, uh, you know, keeping the, the fifth year, giving an extra year to kids that, uh, it, it not only hurt a class of recruit recruits, um, you know, it, it kept us from getting the experience from our younger players that we might have normally have uh, gotten out of them. Uh, so I think, uh, you know, even the the returners, not as much experience because of, uh, I think we had five players that were, you know, that carried over for an extra year. And that was nice to have them around for an extra year, but then, you know, you you've got to know that at some point in time, you've got to do some catch up, and that's where we are right now.
0: Does that trickle all the way down? I mean, from Division One down to the junior college. I mean, it, is this does it have an effect all the all the way across the board?
15: I think so. You know, I I uh, actually, you know, my son is uh, transferred to a junior college in Mississippi, and I was talking with the coaches over there, even in football, and they said last year was a you know had a lot of. uh older players in junior colleges that they typically don't have because of COVID. So, you know, I think they're probably dealing with some of the same things and, you know, I don't think anybody really knew how to, how to manage it. Uh, It's never happened before. Uh, You're kind of given a set of parameters that you have no control over. Not that we would have done anything different had we had more control over it. But, uh, you know, when you look at it, uh, you know, a year or two later, you can see the effects. A lot of, uh, a lot of talent that would have graduated still around last year, and now that and, and they're playing, and now that uh, talent's gone from from the sport. So it'll still be plenty of talent to go around, but uh, you know, a lot less experienced talent. I think.
1: Coach, trying to find that experience, how do you go about that? Especially early in the season, is it just getting innings in for your team and trying to get as many at bats as you can, and and trying to get them as comfortable playing at this level as you can.
15: Well, I think the only thing I had control over was scheduling that I felt I really had control over was scheduling. So uh, having been in the business, as long as I have, you tried to, or at least my, um, my plan for scheduling was to try to keep our RPI in a good position, but yet give us enough um, competitive games to work early on that we could grow our team and certainly add the buffers in there. And we've done that. We're going to, open up with a with a tournament northwestern louisiana and we're going to play some some good mid-major rpis but then the next week we uh, open up at, at home with oregon which will certainly uh you know if we're not where we need to be get our nose bloody in that one in three game series there so i'm hoping that i've got a good balance that will grow our team uh you know give us confidence from Uh, time to time and then also buffer us and put us back in our place where we know how much work we need to do to be where we want to be in the in the end
0: you make a great point uh you've got a very inexperienced team a young team what happens if you uh if you have a bump in the road like that how do you navigate that coach
15: um, when you say bump in the road, you like uh, setbacks from, yeah, well, from getting. Well, if you had a, a difficult
0: loss, uh, you know, you should yeah. said we got our nose bloodied or something to that effect. Yeah. But well, I mean, obviously, you know, with with the young psyche of a, of a team, I mean, how do you navigate that?
15: Well, you talk a lot about not getting too high off of uh, of a win or a good weekend, and not too low off of uh, getting it, uh, you know sucker punched. Uh, you're going to lose some games that you should win. Win a game, hopefully that you should lose here and there, you know, maybe a team's a little bit better than you. So yeah, I think you just, the psyche of the team's very important. That's when leadership comes into play. And, uh, you know, we don't know who will be our leaders on this team because we graduated a lot of upperclassmen that had been leading for for a while. So I think we have to have some leadership evolve out of those types of teams. And coaches have a hand in that. We've already done a lot of that in the fall we had our leadership institute put on conduct a a leadership seminar with our team and saw some leadership uh, qualities come out of some of our players and some that we thought would be leaders uh, didn't lead as well so you know you have to do things in off season that will help develop those leaders and and uh, we've got a good idea I think they'll play a vital role and uh, you know again we're young we have only two that will be graduating after this season, at the end of the season, finished up. Um, so it's exciting to know where this team could be down the road. We have to keep things in, in perspective, though, and realize that, you know, the old saying, it's a <clears throat> marathon, not a sprint.
1: Coach, how do you get your lineup card ready early in the season when you have such a young team? Is it a work in progress? Do you have a pretty good idea of where you need to go, but it's just going to have to see how it develops as you go along?
15: I love that. Love that part of it. I I draw up lineups. Uh, if not daily, every other day, I'll draw up a lineup. I'll send a, uh, a a questionnaire out to my staff and say, Hey, today, if we were playing today, what would your lineup be? And and we just compare what everybody's thinking and then uh, run production uh, uh, lineups. Uh, you know, weaker defenses, but more offense. Uh, stronger offense, but weaker defense so we play around with a whole lot of things but that's what the pre big 12 schedule is supposed to do it's supposed to give us uh, opportunity to um play some play some kids that might not be in our starting lineup down the road but they might and uh, give them some chances and you do uh Skip Bergman told me a long time ago back at LSU, he said you got to be willing to lose a game or two to figure out how good you can be when you get in conference play. So, uh, you know, we'll take some chances. We'll, we'll leave a pitcher in a little bit longer just to get her over the hump. Um, and you, in the process, you're going to lose a game. But losing a game might give you three or four wins down the road if you, if you find something out in it.
0: All right, let's play a game. If you were playing today, who's in the circle this morning?
15: Uh, uh, probably that's a little bit up in there still, but I think based on performance to this point, uh, Dari Orm transfer from Fresno state is one that we have high expectations for, but we have a five, uh, we have five arms that are all going to be called on this year. We're going to look, uh, a little less like, uh, the, the one <laughs> dominant pitcher that we've had in the past and, and, uh, use our bullpen a little bit more like baseball would.
0: How, how do you manage that?
15: Well, I rely on uh, the best pitching coach in the country, and uh, Brittany Newman, and what she feels a whole lot. And, uh, you know, we just uh, kind of feel like we have the right tools. We look different. We don't have a lot of robots out there that look identical. So we can make some changes that that will uh, mix up the, uh, the timing of the offense a little while, even if we uh, go one time through the lineup. So we've kind of identified the ones we think are – what you would call maybe a middle reliever, come in quickly if we need them, and then finish with someone else as a closer. So we kind of know where we are there. We we know we're not going to have a day-to-day starter. Uh, but, you know, when you compare it to a three-game series with baseball, we, we think uh, Orm has a good chance of being our, our Friday-Sunday starter.
0: Glenn, you've done this a long time. Do you, do you have an idea of what this team could look like in May?
15: Yes, um, and I could be completely wrong, but I'm excited about the enthusiasm with these young minds and the sponges sponge they are. Um, I feel like a, a new coach, a young coach, with this team because they're eager to learn and they're uh, they're fun to coach. Uh, I think this team we're starting off not in the top 25. We've been in the top 25 for 21 straight years. At some point in time in the season and we're starting off out of the top 25. I think we're around 30 receiving votes in uh the first poll that I've seen anyway and and uh, I think this team's a top 25 team at the end of the year. Uh, probably not a top 16, uh but certainly one that will knock off some top 16 teams and get some respect here and there. But uh again, it's that's up in there. I'm always <laughs> A lot of coaches downplay it a little more than I do because I get so stinking excited at the <laughs> beginning of the season. But uh, but I think this team's got the ability to uh, um, to be a top twenty five team by the end of the year and, and go to postseason and maybe make some noise.
0: Correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like you're awfully excited about the challenges that uh, that lie ahead coaching this young club.
15: I like I like being the uh, underdog. You know, we've been to four World Series and only one of those uh, where we expected are predicted to come out of a super regional. So that was the one we hosted against Michigan in 2007. The other three have been on the road where we've been like a 15 seed versus a two seed in Arizona, Georgia, the same way, you know, nobody in the world gave us a chance. So I think most coaches like that position. So fly under the radar a little bit and and uh, surprise some people, but it doesn't take long for those scouting reports to get out there and you don't fool too many people after that.
0: Coach, thanks. Appreciate your time. I wish you all the best uh, this uh, this spring as you get things going and we, uh, we appreciate visiting with you and we'll do it again soon.
15: Thank you very much. Talk, Talk to, to you soon.
0: Uh, we'll see you later. That is Glenn Moore, the uh, head softball coach over at Baylor University and uh, it's a little different look, Ward. I mean, this is a group that uh, you know he's always had a veteran club, but this is this is he's going to rely on some. I think they got ten new people out of a roster of twenty one. So uh, you better you better have a name tag on.
1: Yeah, <laughs> piece of tape on the bat and helmet.
0: That's exactly right. All right, uh, and they do begin on uh, February the eleventh uh, when they take on, I believe, UT Martin uh, down in. Uh, natchitoches louisiana in the tournament there so i uh, wish them the very best it's a uh, 14 after eight it's 8 14 this is game time here on espn central texas
6: this is a fox 44 weather update i'm chief meteorologist mike LePoint. mostly cloudy skies today it'll be a little breezy this afternoon with highs topping out at 59 degrees cloudy skies continue tonight we'll see low temperatures fall to 35 and then tomorrow mostly sunny skies it will be cooler the high around 53. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5:36 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather.
8: Recently on game time, from Blog of the Boys and ESPN San Antonio, R.J. Ochoa.
14: It's difficult to say anything other than that stems from Mike McCarthy.
4: You know, Mike McCarthy even said they were up against more than just the 11 guys out there on the other side of the field. And so I put, you know, the lion's share of blame on him. But I also, I mean, obviously it goes on the players.
14: And I think a lot of Cowboys fans we don't want to come to terms with is it's their fault. They're not good enough. They were not good enough.
8: Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
11: The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, February 6th, and Sunday, February 7th at the Harker Heights Event Center off Edwards Drive. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be the place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at the show. Variety at the show is extensive, and oftentimes if they don't have it, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show. More than just guns, you'll find ammo, hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, collectibles, and so much more. The Real Texas Gun Show, February 5th, 9 to 5, February 6th, from noon to 4 at the Harker Heights Event Center.
8: Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios.
9: All
0: right, take 17, 17 minutes after 8. Don't forget, coming up tomorrow morning, right here on the program, we'll give you another opportunity to win a $50 gift card from Northern Tool and Equipment. That'll be coming up tomorrow morning between 7 and 9 right here on ESPN Central Texas. And remember, if you are one of those lucky winners, uh, those gift cards are here for you. All you got to do is come by the radio station, and we'll get you fixed up. So keep that in mind. All right, uh, as we mentioned this morning, uh, John Morse is going to be on the road. He's going to be at uh, Diamore Fine Jewelers uh, this afternoon at 3 o'clock. And on the program today will be Jimmy Dykes from ESPN uh, so, uh, talk some uh, talk some sports with Jimmy Dykes, with uh, John Morris this afternoon at three uh, thirty or so, somewhere in that neighborhood uh, on the uh, John Morris Show, live from Diamore Fine Jewelers. It is eight uh, eighteen. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas with Tom and Ward. We're glad you're with us. Did you see uh, Ward first of all uh, a coaching change? It, not not so much a coaching change. Derek Mason, the former head coach over at uh, Vanderbilt, I think he was there. He was there a long time. Uh, but anyway, he went over to Auburn for one year as the DC. Mm-hmm. He's moving on to Stillwater. He's going to Oklahoma State to become their defensive, defensive coordinator. coordinator. That's, that's a nice hire.
1: That's a good hire. That is a nice, nice hire. Yeah, Gundy, Gundy was looking for somebody that you know could fill that void. I think he found a good one. All it's right, it's going to so. be interesting to see how you know. Look the. The Cowboys have always been this team that, boy, they their offense is, is really hot. Their defense is up and down, hot and cold. Mm-hmm. Now they got a chance to really solidify that defense. That could make them a dangerous team in the Big 12.
0: And then I don't know if you saw this. Isn't it how
1: funny the Big 12 has changed that philosophy?
0: Oh, and, and how the SEC has changed their philosophy. Mm-hmm. Remember, it was I-formation, wing-back, tight-end, split in in the uh, – the SEC and they were going to pound that football at you and you know what it was going to be a physical football game
1: and good luck because their every defense you face is going to be good
0: that's right and the SEC I mean the uh, big 12 rather they were going to split them out from sideline to sideline and they were going to let it fly and you're going to play four and a half hour football games and you had 63 to 57 and boy all of a sudden you look around and you've got defense being played all over the place in the big 12 and you've got the SEC spreading it out and throwing it from sideline to sideline. So, uh, it's, you know, times change. But I'll tell you this, for me, and I don't know the kind of football you like, I like the kind of football that creates strategy. And when you're in a shootout, the only strategy to me in a shootout is who's got the ball last and can score. I I like, you know what, it's third and one. Are we going to we're gonna hit a power off left tackle, or we gonna are we gonna are we gonna sneak attack and run the option, and pick up this first down, and then you know what? Do we go for it on fourth down, and and you know can we hang on and win seventeen to seven?
2: I, I, I like game.
1: those type of games. Yeah, I, I, I like where your more strategy involved
0: when you're thinking your way through the football game. I, I I enjoy those games. I like I I like defense. I like special teams. I mean. You know, and we've talked about this a million times, but are you kidding me? The 49ers? If they didn't truly believe in a three-face football team, they wouldn't be playing this weekend.
1: Their, well, that's what makes them dangerous. Teams,
0: their special teams carried them and their defense, but really their special teams. They, I mean, you got two block kicks on mm-hmm. the road. Yep. On the road, you get two block kicks. Turn one into a touchdown? Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. If you don't think special teams, and that's exciting. Have you ever seen a block kick not be exciting?
1: Oh, no, that's it's boring. Great. That's boring. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's there's
1: game changers. They, exactly.
0: That's exactly what they are. I mean, it's an instant game changer in special teams. Uh, guy takes a, a football at the ten, returns it about ninety yards for a touchdown on a punt or a kick. Ever happened around Waco? Maybe over at Baylor University where you had a kick return guy that was pretty good? Maybe. I mean, come on. That's that's good stuff. That's the kind of football I enjoy. You know, but then there's those that, you know what, I want to see a guy throw for 500 yards.
1: Oh, yeah, you're going to have both sides of the coin there. Yeah. There's and no doubt.
0: That's okay. I mean, whatever you like is whatever you like. Sure. So, anyway, I I, I was looking at this thing about the Big Ten. Can you explain to me why the Big Ten is considering re- s- scheduling model changes that literally could eliminate a game? The Big Ten plays a nine-game conference schedule that features six divisional and three cross-divisional games. And they're thinking about eliminating the divisions. Is that because of that alliance that they put together? Yeah, You know, remember back in the summer when everybody was trying to Connect to connect the dots and and,
1: super conferences.
0: Yeah, and put together. Yeah, Big Ten, ACC, and Pac twelve. So are they going to schedule some non conference games? I mean, is that why you're doing it? Is is it to? And and what does the college football playoff format have to do with their regular season scheduling? Because I know that they mentioned that in their meetings.
1: Yeah, I don't. Are they going to know anything? Yeah, well, I mean, it's going to look exactly what it looked like this year. I mean, we haven't heard anything, have we? No. Unless, unless they've heard something that, that I totally whiffed on. I, I don't I, I don't think that they're even talking at this moment. I mean, they talked the Saturday before the college football championship, and we really didn't hear a whole lot about what came out of that meeting. So, I, I don't know. I, I don't know where the college football playoff is. I assume that it's going to look just like it looks for the foreseeable future, which is unfortunate for college football, in my opinion.
13: So,
0: and I'm not going to argue with you because, I mean, it has gone awfully quiet on the college football playoff front. So, if you're the Big Ten, is this model simply about getting – into those ACC Pac twelve matchups, so you know, trying to trying to position your teams in a in a uh, in a more impressive light uh, in front of voters and things of that nature.
1: Yeah, I I assume that it has to have something to do with that. Probably has something to do with TV money because it all does. Yeah. So I mean. I I don't I don't know what the purpose would be other than to try to find themselves where they're not maybe beating each other up in in cross conference play and, and and going ahead and finding some good competition to try to to up the ante and give them maybe an opportunity to get some more wins out of conference that gives them an opportunity to 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 maybe be in the conversation. I I would guess.
0: Now the Big Ten hasn't been in the conversations in a while, have they? No. I mean, they just haven't. So I, I just I was reading that this morning and I thought how interesting that there is a conversation going on about busting up the, the divisions.
1: I I, I again I, I go back to it's gotta be something to do with them being able to get more tv money somewhere somehow for that for the conference and i but i don't know i mean you know if you're playing non-conference games against somebody else well that's two games that you can get on instead of just a one because you're in conference play
0: no you're right and, and it gives you two opportunities to get a win for your league rather than one right and that may be as much to do with it as anything. I, I don't know. But it was, it, it was interesting that that was the conversation piece this morning on a couple of sites that uh, I was looking at. It's uh, eight twenty seven 27 We're 27 after 8. We, we mentioned this briefly the other day. UTA is moving to the WAC, Texas-Arlington. And, and, again, how significant is that on, on the surface? Because they don't play football.
1: They play basketball and baseball,
0: softball. Incarnate words making that move. There's several teams that are making that move. Uh, But I was looking, if I read it correctly, UTA was a part of the the Southland Conference Mm -hmm. for 50
1: years. They've been there for a long time.
0: And now they've made two, maybe three changes since then. Times have changed, haven't they?
1: They they really have. And, you know, you're trying to find a, a good place for you to give you an opportunity not only for the chance to win a conference championship, but also your fans an opportunity to be able to travel better, uh an opportunity for you to get again, T V money, whatever it may be, even if it's ESPN plus or whatever it is, it's still gonna be an opportunity for you. So, you know, it it's all dictated on where can we possibly have the most revenue for our football program, basketball program, whatever it may be, baseball program, whatever it may be to give you that opportunity to have that. And so teams are looking for those opportunities elsewhere. If, if you know, somebody says, Hey, we can make you more money if you come over here. Well, they're going to listen because that's what it's all about
0: but a lot of movement just and where does it kind of i mean is it going to settle when's it going to settle i mean are we going to see this next year is this every off season you know we got we got uh, we got the transfer portal and do we have the conference portal i mean i mean i mean literally there's there's constant movement
1: there is and i and i think it's it part of it is that you know the the super conferences have never really that conversation hasn't completely gone away. I mean, it's it's still out there.
0: Don't think it will.
1: I, I don't think it will either, and I, I think it's probably inevitable that it's going to happen. And when that does happen, teams want to be able to have themselves aligned where at least they might get an invitation to the party uh, of some of these bigger conferences. And, you know, that's kind of the only way you're going to survive because if you don't, you're going to be left out. You just are. Is it, that the fear? That, yeah.
0: That somebody's like, you know what, I'm on the outside looking in?
1: Absolutely it is. Absolutely
0: it is. I think that was the fear back this summer when they were when the Pac-12 and ACC and the big team were talking about those alliances. The SEC was doing their thing. Wasn't mm-hmm. there one league that was kind of looking around going, what about us?
1: Well, yeah. That's, right here. That's exactly right. There's There's no doubt. And, you know, so – I think fear drives a little bit of this.
0: Wow. E- interesting times we live in in the world of college athletics. There's no question about it. It's uh, 830. We'll, we're going to step aside. We're going to continue this conversation. We're going to do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. <laughs>
5: Join us live from Rudy's in Waco for our next Baylor Coaches Show.
7: Join us Thursday, February 3rd, and hear from men's tennis coach Michael Woodson and acrobatics and tumbling head coach Felicia Mulkey.
5: Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with your host, John Morris, right here on your home for Baylor Athletics,
3: ESPN Central Texas. You have important reasons to stay healthy. Your family, your work, your hobbies. If you have pre-diabetes, now is the time to make preventing type 2 diabetes a priority. The Health 360 program can help. With a trained lifestyle coach, you'll learn how to make the changes you need to live a healthier life. Type 2 diabetes is serious and preventable. Call 254-750-5435 to enroll now. Classes begin online February 8th. That's 254-750-5435
12: wings pizza and things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years with over 60 big screens you're sure to catch all the games with 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain we have all your taste buds covered and don't forget about the made from scratch pizzas but wait there's more try their burgers fillies, sandwiches and wraps don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot check out the entire menu and specials at WingsandTemple.com or follow them on facebook wings pizza and things temple's home for sports for
13: I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Rooftop Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254-730-ROOF at 730-7663, putting your roof above everything else. 23 points from Melissa Smith led Baylor to an 88-80 victory at Texas Tech. That moves Baylor's record to 4-2 in the Big 12, still even in the lost column at the top of the standings with Iowa State, Texas and Oklahoma. The Farmers Insurance Open got underway yesterday at Torrey Pines. Billy Horschel shot at nine under to lead by a stroke over Michael Thompson. Looking to give its members the best opportunity to make the postseason football playoff, the Big Ten is considering scheduling only eight conference games each season and eliminating divisions.
8: SportsCenter, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. Mm-hmm. How, how,
0: how, how.
5: Hey, hey, hey. <laughs>
0: 833, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us talking college athletics on this Thursday morning. We're joined now by Chris Vanini from The Athletic. Chris, good morning. How are you, my friend? I am doing well. Appreciate you having me. Let's uh, let's dive into this thing. And, and we were we were just talking about uh, UT Arlington and uh, moving to the, the to the to the WAC. And and again, this is a program that does not have a football team. What is the significance of UTa making that transition to to the Western Athletic Conference? Well, it's
10: it's obviously a program that has been really. Solid in basketball for a number of years. It's got some uh, baseball history there too, as, as well. I used to live right nearby uh, a few years ago, uh, and, and it, it's it's as notable with why it's leaving, which was the Sun Belt was basically getting out of the non-football school business. It, it, it was going heavy on football. That's why it added four schools in its realignment, um, and so you had Arkansas Little Rock, and you had. UT Arlington that didn't have football that were needed to find new homes. And that was expected to happen within a year of realignment. And, and it has, so, so UT Arlington goes to a, a a WAC that has a lot of Texas schools, a big Texas presence, and it's probably a better fit overall, you know, geographically and everything uh, for that reason.
1: Why does UTA continue to say football is not an option for them?
10: I don't know specifically, but it's an expensive sport. Expensive to start up and to, to do scholarships and to have stadiums and infrastructure and all kinds of stuff. And, and we've seen more schools adding football. I think, you know, UT Rio Grande, uh, Rio Grande Valley is going to in a few years. I know, like up in Oregon, Portland State or not Portland State. Uh, someone else is looking at a feasibility study. So we've seen the schools add football. Um, but I, I, I guess based on where it is, being a suburban school near, you know, the Cowboy Stadium, maybe it doesn't feel like football is going to uh, drive enough to uh, to do it because it's a really expensive thing to go through.
0: It, it seems obviously that there's a lot of movement. Uh, you know, we were just talking about the Southland Conference and how stable that was for so long. Hey, do you see this thing kind of calming down and everybody kind of settling into where they
1: belong?
10: I, I do for at least a few years. Um, obviously, it started all up at the, the Power Five level, which is how it all trickled down. And, you know, the Big Ten, the Pac-12, the Big 12, they've got TV deals coming up that 2024, 2025, 2026 period. And depending on how that goes, it could or could not lead to more realignment. If the Pac twelve or the Big Twelve has a substantially better deal, you could see maybe some of those schools go somewhere else. TCU go to the Pac twelve perhaps. Or if the Pac twelve deal's not very good, maybe the Arizona schools come into the Big Twelve or, or or something like that. Um so that could start it again in a few years, but I don't know how much it's going to trickle down and that's because of the NCAA governance changes and then they may kind of redefine what it means to be division one or what it means to be FBS by this summer. So there's a lot of questions. That's why a lot of schools wanted to move up now. That's why San Houston State moved up to FBS now, because a year from now it may be harder to make that FCS FBS transition. So nobody's really quite sure what it's gonna look like, you know, come the end of the summer.
1: Is this gonna grow into even more of a have and have not? For these conferences,
10: yeah, I mean it already is. It's essentially the, the the halves want to be able to spend more of the lots of money that they have, whether that's give more scholarships for baseball or no limits on football staff or or, 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 or things like that. So you know, there's no changing that. And, and again, in a few years, when those TV deals come up for the Power Five. They're going to probably get a lot more money than they're getting now. The SEC is going to get a lot more money than it's making now. So, yeah, the gap is going to continue between the half and the half nows.
0: We were talking this morning about the uh, college football playoff and in what direction it might go uh, in the future. Uh, talking to conference commissioners and, and, and coaches, Chris, what's your feel? What would what would the, the group of five, if you will, what would what would make them comfortable? that this is the right thing, that everybody, when they start the season, has a fair and equitable opportunity to get to to get to get postseason.
10: Well, they're all on board with that 12-team model that was revealed last summer. Uh, Mountain West Commissioner Craig Thompson was on that subcommittee that came up with the model. And that's the best way to ensure you're getting at least one group of five team in. That's why they were all really for it. That's why they have wanted it to pass as soon as possible, They've wanted to lock that in before all these other changes to, to college football happen. Um, but that that has not happened yet. Now, the Big Ten, you know, some of those conferences would like the, the six automatic berths to be five power five plus one group of five, as opposed to just the six highest ranked conference champions. Honestly, I think that's such a small detail. Almost every year it's going to be five power five anyway. Either way, you slice it, so that's been an annoying little detail that they haven't gotten over yet is hey, uh, there so yeah, has,
0: the, i'm sorry has there been any no, push yeah. has there been any push to to for a bigger number to 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 ensure that every conference champion that plays college football has a chance
10: that that's not that's not going to happen the, the the power five are not going to give equal number of spots to the group of five, and right now you need a unanimous agreement to make any changes now come 2026 when the current contract ends it doesn't need to be unanimous and if it gets to that point you could see the power five saying hey this is the playoff we want to do you get one spot come in or don't come in and it's up to you so that's why you know it's not going to happen that is going to get an equal chance as the sec because the haves have all the power and they know that and they're they're giving you a little they're throwing you a bone by giving you a spot at least one spot but any any further guarantees are are not going to happen
1: chris we mentioned uta a few moments ago and there's other teams moving in conferences that do not play football but this is basically football driven across the board isn't it
10: yes i i mean there there were hopes there have been hopes that the WAC could move up together as a as a full conference to FBS. That seems unlikely now. I think that's one of the reasons Sam Houston State left when they did. They didn't seem to think it could happen. But, yeah, football leaves all of, all of the realignment, Texas and Oklahoma leaving, so they could get more money through the SEC's TV deal, which is largely football. So, yeah, football drives everything because football pays for a lot of the rest of athletic departments so it's all about football
0: when 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 the dust settles who are going to be kind of the the big boys of the group of five it's is it going to be cusa i mean where are you going to look and go that's that's kind of the the league
10: well i mean i'm still going to look at that's hard to say i don't know who the number one is going to be the american is clearly the number one right now in money and in New York six berths, it's a, it's still the top one. I don't know who it's going to be because you're taking away the best teams of the American and adding them with a bunch of Conference USA schools that, for the most part, haven't done much of anything. But it still has a good ESPN deal. It's still, you know, East Coast, got good time slots, got good TV slots. I'm not – I don't know if the American's going to be in a good spot or not. I do think the Sun Belt's going to be in a good spot. By adding James Madison and, and Southern Miss – and Marshall and Old Dominion, you're adding some some places with football history. I expect that league to get better. Uh, and then the Mountain West did not make any changes. They're still at 12, but they're still a solid, solid conference every year. Boise State, San Diego State, those type of schools. So I don't know who's going to be number one. I think it's a lot more open than, than it has been the last few years.
0: It, it, it's certainly an interesting time uh, with, with all of these moving parts. And then, of course, uh the uh you know the, the the transfer portal and and name image and likeness we're living in an interesting time in college athletics
10: yeah i mean this is probably the most tumultuous changing period in maybe ever i, I mean the idea of players getting money you know that was ever <laughs> supposed to be uh, a thing free uh, free agency type stuff with travel uh conference realignment on top of it yeah there's there's an incredible amount of changes on top of schools still trying to navigate a pandemic in which they've lost a lot of money.
0: Hey, Chris, man, we appreciate it. Uh, thanks for the information. It was a uh, great insight as always. And we, we do appreciate your time. What are you working on uh,
10: right now? I'm working on a few things. I'm working on a profile of Eric Thompson, the, the Mount West commissioner who I mentioned earlier, um, getting some stuff ready for NFL draft season and stuff like that. So, this is a bit of a time to breathe coming off the season, but we got signing day next week, so there's going to be some recruiting stuff as well. So a um, lot going on uh, at all times in college football.
0: Hey, we appreciate it. Thanks, Chris. Have a great day.
10: Yep, thanks for having me. Talk
0: to you soon. That is Chris Vanini from The Athletic, and uh, good good stuff. as uh, He's 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 locked in on the, the group of five, Ward, and, and does a really nice job there.
1: Yeah, it, look, there, that's a full-time <laughs> opportunity for him to – to stay on top of things because, look, it, I, I don't know about you, but to me it feels like it changes maybe even half a day, not just daily. It does. There, I, mean, I mean, there's always something bubbling up that you go, wow, I did, did not see that coming. Well,
0: I'm just looking at something he wrote uh, uh, you know, about, the, about Conference USA. Conference USA is digging their heels in the ground. They're not going to let Marshall, Southern Miss, or Old Dominion move, move to the Sun Belt in 2022. They're like, uh-uh, you're going to fulfill your deal. I mean, there's, there's all, it's, it's constant flux, isn't it?
1: It, it really is. It, it's, it's a strange time right now in college athletics.
0: I mean, and you can, you can check out Chris and and all those great stories uh, on the athletic. Eight forty five, fifteen shy of nine o'clock. We're okay. We're at Thursday. It's mm-hmm. time to check in with Ward and see if anything has changed when it comes to the National Football League playoffs this weekend. We'll do that for you coming up in just a couple of minutes right here on ESPN Central Texas, but right now I want to talk about a uh, a benefit that is coming up, uh, and that benefit is coming up on uh, Saturday, March the 19th, six o'clock at the Expo Event Center. It is a benefit for uh, Sheriff Michael Hutchinson. Uh, the Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County, along with the community partners, are holding a benefit to, to assist uh, Michael Hutchinson with his medical expenses. They are looking for They are looking for sponsorships, and they've got sponsorship opportunities. If you need more information, contact Michael Graham at 254-855-9350 or team.hutch2022 at gmail.com. That's team.hutch2022 at gmail.com. And, again, that is coming up Saturday, March the 19th, 6 o'clock, the base at the Exco Event Center.
7: Recently on the John Moore Show. All right, how about this? So, Tech plays Kansas on Big Monday tonight, and it's in Lawrence. What if, what if Pat Mahomes shows up and Tech people are cheering for him and Kansas people are cheering for him? He can't lose if he shows up tonight.
5: wonder what the crowd will do tonight at Allen if, indeed, he shows up.
8: (laughs) John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
12: Coaches Smoke at 3.30 Austin Avenue in downtown Waco is proud to serve the community and the local colleges. Come on out to Coach's Smoke for $3 off nachos on Mondays, $2.50 single tacos on Tuesdays, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $5 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Fridays. Happy hour is 2 to 7 Monday through Friday, so stop by and catch the big game on one of their 35 big-screen TVs. And don't forget about Coach's Smoke catering for your next event. That's Coach's Smoke at 3.30 Austin Avenue. Avenue in downtown Waco. Did you know the average American pays over $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? Keep your car payments at Genco. Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days. Take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my
5: Gen-co. Research shows that people remember radio ads with repetition. So to help you remember that Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need, here's a repetitive ad. <clears throat> okay. Research shows that people remember radio ads with repetition. So to help you remember that Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need, here's a repetitive ad. <sighs> Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, Liberty,
1: Liberty, Liberty.
8: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
13: I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Rooftop Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254-730-ROOF at 730-7663. Putting your roof above everything else. 23 points from Melissa Smith led Baylor to an 88-80 victory at Texas Tech. That moves Baylor's record to 4-2 in the Big 12, still even in the loss column at the top of the standings with Iowa State, Texas, and Oklahoma. The Farmers Insurance Open got underway yesterday at Torrey Pines. Billy Horschel shot a 9-under to lead by a stroke over Michael Thompson. Looking to give its members the best opportunity to make the postseason football playoff, the Big Ten is considering scheduling only eight conference games each season and eliminating divisions.
8: Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
5: It's the Big 12 SEC Challenge this Saturday as the Bears travel to Tuscaloosa to take on Alabama. for the countdown to tip-off 3 p.m. tip with Pat and John from SEC Country. Bears, Crimson Tide in the Big 12 SEC Challenge this Saturday. Here on the flagship station for Baylor Basketball, ESPN Central Texas.
8: Time for the grab bag on Game Time. (laughs)
0: Stay 50, 10 away from 9. Welcome back into game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us as we move through a Thursday morning. Let's uh, get to the grab bag and a couple of quick notes here. And Ward, we're going to begin with uh, the Denver Broncos. The uh, Broncos have, uh, have have hired Nathaniel Hackett as their 18th head coach in club history. And he spent the last three seasons as the offensive coordinator of the Green Bay Packers, which immediately leads to, does this have any effect on Aaron Rodgers coming back to Green Bay?
1: Hmm. Maybe. Possibly. I mean, that's going to be the storyline, isn't it?
0: It it was, certainly it is. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Aaron Rodgers under contract with the Green Bay Packers?
1: One more year. Okay.
0: And I... I...
1: Contracts were made to be broken, Tom. No,
0: I get it. I get it. And... And you don't want to go dancing around like you went dancing around last summer. No. I, I, that, was, that was a zoo last mm-hmm. summer. And so, yeah, to a degree, your guy can hold you hostage. Or you can do like the Houston Texans have done and said, you know what? <laughs> Sorry, this is what we're doing. And just going about your business. I mean, but you have to make that choice. But I, at this juncture... With one year left in the deal, if he wants to be traded, don't you trade him. Because yeah. if not, you're going to end up with nada. Well, yeah. In a year. He can, you know, or whatever the case may be. Find a way to make a deal. Yeah, get it done, move on. But now, Aaron Rodgers said that he wasn't going to let this thing linger uh, beyond free agency, which is what, mid-March?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So, we will see what happens there. And it still begs the question, what decision is made first, Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers? Dun, 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 dun. Whichever one
1: benefits <laughs> the, the TV deal.
0: <laughs> I, I am curious what and, – and who knows? I mean, I don't know. I don't follow the Packers close enough to know what the relationship between Hackett and Rodgers is like. I mean, did Rodgers say, you know what, this is the perfect OC for me? Or did he like – I don't know about this. I mean, was this his guy?
1: I don't know. I, I I'm I'm right there with you. I don't I don't I, I'm not sure that, you know, that that may be his comfort zone. But I don't I don't know that. We never you never really heard a whole lot about the OC in Green Bay. No. You didn't have to. No.
0: I mean <laughs> that just wasn't part of the equation, was it? Mm. So a, and that's, and that's, even going
1: back to Mike McCarthy well, when he was a, there.
0: That's a great point. That's a great point. You,
1: you didn't hear a lot about the OC in Green Bay. You hear about the head coach. That is a great point. both of them that have been there have been offensive-minded coaches. So, and both of them have a play chart in their hand and, shame, and are calling plays. And
0: I was going to say, and shame on me, I don't know if if uh, Hackett called the plays or if Matt LaFleur called the
1: plays. No, it's LaFleur.
0: So, Hackett's job is during the week to coordinate and put the pieces in place and give the information to the head coach. Yes. And probably on game day, make recommendations. But ultimately, it's the head coach that was calling the plays.
1: Yes. And and that, I mean.
3: I don't. I
9: I, kind of think. I mean, this comes
1: out of left field for him to be hired as a head coach. He was not on. Was he on your radar? Was. Did you hear anything about him until last night?
0: I didn't, but I I didn't either. I wasn't following. You know, there's nine jobs now.
1: I know, but you—I mean, we've heard it every one of them. Who's interviewing and who's going to be the leading candidate? And boom, here he comes. Speaking of
0: candidates, I I know that the cowboy DC is still in the mix. Mm -hmm. Is the cowboy OC still in the mix for any jobs?
1: Doesn't sound like it. And and boy, it's awfully quiet. What what did I say earlier this week? You know, he – I I think that he – what they did down the stretch kind of quietened the talk for Kellen Moore to get a head job because it looked like that this offense was in a little bit of disarray except for when they were playing a JV.
0: Could you see the Cowboys – no, I'm not even going to go there. All right. it's oh, no, 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 I'm not doing it. I promise you I'm not doing it. Not today. We'll do that in the summer when they're <laughs> – I'm not doing it. Uh, Cincinnati and Kansas City, uh, you, you've been picking all week. Are you sticking with your guns?
1: KC. San
0: Francisco and Los Angeles. Sam Fram. Why, just out of curiosity, why, why are you taking the 49ers?
1: I, I think their defense is playing really well right now, and you mentioned it earlier, special teams. I think that could be the difference in this ballgame.
0: Boy, and they seem to be really good in San Francisco. Absolutely. Uh, but you're not giving our guy in Los Angeles a chance. At, I mean, he's a Highland Park kid. Okay. <laughs> he's a Texas boy. All right. I mean, he got beat up like crazy being the quarterback in Detroit. Well, and every time you turn around – he can he do it? Can he? Do, well, yeah, he's done it. He's done it, and yet he still gets no respect.
1: Well, I I think he's getting some respect, but he's he's got a he's got the best cast of characters he's ever had around him. There's no doubt, by far. There's no, and he doubt. wasn't bad in Detroit with with a a bad football team. There you go. Yeah, thank you for saving me. A
0: bad football team. They were a bad, bad, bad Awful. football team. Awful. Yeah. And they don't get any better; <laughs> they're just bad. I mean, that's just the way it is. All right, I'm I'm, I'm going to stick with my guns as well. I'm going Chiefs and the Rams. All right, and the Rams get a home game in the Super Bowl. How back about to back years that? we
1: have a home team in the Super Bowl?
0: How about that?
1: Never happened in how many years? And then all of a sudden we get back to back. Yep, there Not you go. Not happening.
0: All right, uh, don't forget John Morris this afternoon, 3 o'clock, live from D. Amore Fine Jewelers and his special guest, Jimmy Dykes, on the program. Uh, that is going to do it for us. Thank you uh, for being a part of the program. We will do it again tomorrow morning at 7. We've got John at 3. We've got Matt Mosley at 4. And we'll see you in the morning right here on ESPN Central Texas.
5: This month, it's all about the championship drive as our hometown team celebrated the Big 12 championship and a Sugar Bowl win. So can you, in your new vehicle from Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Waco. During the Start Something New sales event, shop for power, performance, and reliability with Alan Samuels. Maybe you're planning your next adventure. Choose from a range of Jeep models, including the 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokee. Take home the trophy from Alan Samuels in Waco. Come by, let's be friends. See dealer for details. All offers have credit requirements.
0: Hobbs Body Fibers is now hiring team members and operators for its production team. They specialize in developing and manufacturing specialty